Hello, this is Linda with English Puzzle Podcast. Today I'm looking at some useful idiomatic expressions in English, ones we use really pretty much every day, and give you some of the meanings behind them. We'll look at a few of them today, not all, uh, because obviously the list is completely extensive. And in fact, if you look past at my previous podcast and broadcasts, I have looked at some of the um, idiomatic expressions before, um, idioms as we call them, which is a group of words in a fixed order, have to be in this particular order, they can't be in a different order, um, but have a particular meaning, which is different from the meanings of each word when used individually. Does that make sense? I hope so. But there are, in fact, this is going to horrify you, there are an estimated 25,000 different idioms in English. Oh my goodness. But here we're just going to look at maybe a few, a handful, 20 or 25 maybe of the common ones. Uh, but I do have some more to add on. So maybe my next broadcast will be continuing with this. So um, to give you a bit of an idea of more of the way in which you can use your English language when you're talking to people, when you're talking to native speakers, and if you want to really get to grips with the English language. So let's go ahead and start with our useful um, idioms and expressions. So the first one I've got is to think outside the box. Ah, what does this mean? To think outside the box. Nothing to do with boxes at all, but to think of a creative and unconventional solution instead of the usual common ones to go beyond a normal idea. I'm going to think outside the box when I'm using my expressions in the English language. I need to look at this in a different way, okay? So be creative and unconventional or unconventional about it. To think outside the box. To be ahead of the pack. Now, if you want to be ahead of the pack and learn all these expressions in English, you will be ahead of the pack. To be more successful than one of your competitors. To be ahead of the pack. And obviously we're talking here about it like a pack of dogs or a pack of animals. To be ahead of everybody else. So ahead of the pack, that's a very useful one and very common, all very common ones. I'm going to have a game plan a game plan, a strategy, a plan for success. I need a game plan to give you so that you can really understand and use your English language to the best of your ability, a game plan. But you never know, it's a very cutthroat business. Cutthroat is my next expression. Cutthroat, I'm not going to cut your throat, we're not talking about cutting anyone else's throat, but it's very intense, it's aggressive, and it's merciless. So there is no mercy, there's no way out. It's a cutthroat competition, it's a cutthroat world we live in. It isn't rocket science. Have you heard of this one? It isn't rocket science. Nothing to do with rockets or science. But it's not something that isn't so complicated you can't understand it. It isn't rocket science. To go out on a limb, a limb, L-I-M-B, silent B. We had that in one of the previous podcasts. To go out on a limb, um, limb could be your arm or your leg. To do or say something a little bit risky, a little bit tricky, a little bit, hmm, I'm going to go out on a limb about this. Burning the midnight oil. Do you burn the midnight oil? Sometimes I do. 
burning the midnight oil, which is to consistently work beyond normal business hours, usually very late in the evening, when you would obviously have to have oil on instead of lights in the back in the day. Burning the midnight oil is how we use that expression. And the next one is the bottom line. The bottom line. The bottom line is the most important point or conclusion. So the bottom line to learning all these phrases are that they will help you when you're speaking and listening to English native speakers to burn, to, um, to, to go to the bottom line. Lightning speed. That's pretty obvious. It's lightning speed, something done extremely quickly. Um, going to be writing this at lightning speed. I'm going to write this very, very quickly. And this is a steep learning curve. It's a steep learning curve. The English language can be a steep learning curve. The rate of someone's progress in learning a new skill or set of information is a steep, can be a steep learning curve, usually in a short space of time. It's almost always expressed in a term associated with climbing hills or mountains, i.e. steep, something that's very, very steep, so it's quite hard to climb, a steep learning curve. Um, so not one that's done very easily. Um, and then let's just try and find a few other ones. We've got back to square one. Back to square one. This means that you're going to start all over again because the previous attempt was no good, it failed. So we're going back to square one. We're going back to square one. Um, if I can resolve the problem now, unless we resolve the problem now, we will have to go back to square one. So you have to start all over again. I'm going by the book on this. I'm going by the book on something means to do something exactly according to the rules, to go by the book, by the rule book, really, is what we need to say or what we should be saying. But we don't. We say by the book. I'm going to go by the book and tell you how it's done. OK, let's get down to business. That's what we're doing. We're getting down to business. It's stopping all the small talk, stopping the chit chat and starting to talk about the topic as it should be done. Let's get down to business. OK, uh, what about going the extra mile? It's got nothing to do with walking anymore. It's going the extra mile. So it's to do more than people would expect you to do, to go the extra mile. And touching base. I have done this this morning. I've touched a base with a couple of friends I haven't spoken to for a while. So it's to make contact with someone, to touch base. So this comes from, obviously, um, ball games, when you touch the baseline of something. We're making contact here with somebody. So I'm going to touch base with you next week. And have you heard of the expression by word of mouth? By word of mouth. This means information or a story that's passed on through speech. So by I can hear something, hear of something from someone, and then suddenly I hear it from somebody else. So by word of mouth, it's spreading. It's spreading this... Um, piece of information. To see something through, to see something through, I'm going to really continue until this list is finished, to see something through. I need to see this through with you, to mean to continue until it's finished, okay? And have you heard of, in a nutshell, 
nothing to do with nuts or shells in a nutshell. Again, a, another funny little expression of ours, meaning using a few as few words as possible. So to summarize, which is not what I'm doing, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, it means to use as few words as possible. OK, so in a nutshell, the best way to improve your English is to practice using it, to practice using it. So to twist someone's arm, if I'm going to twist your arm, I want to know something about uh, something that, you know, I'm going to twist your arm to find out something about it. I'm not going to literally twist your arm. That would be not a very nice thing to do. But I'm going to twist your arm until I find out what it is that we need to know. So that's about 20 um, of uh, 20, 19 or 20 of the examples I wanted to use with you today. I do have some more and I'm going to get their meanings as well and just some examples so I can give you some of those pretty quickly. So in a nutshell, you've got what you need to learn. OK, I hope you've enjoyed listening to some of those today. So some of the expressions and idioms that we use very, very frequently in everyday language. This is Linda with English Puzzle Podcast, and I will be continuing with this in my next broadcast. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.